30 seconds, reality as you know it will cease to exist. In its place, you will find a new dimension, identical to the one you've left behind, only slightly better. Take a deep breath and open your mind to the magic within you. This is no ordinary podcast. This podcast is with Richard Good news, everyone. Today is April 28th, 2022, and I am turning 36. To celebrate my birthday, I'm releasing a This Podcast is a Ritual t-shirt, featuring a badass wizard rendered in stunning greens and purples, and I'd very much like for you to buy one. You can do so at personasawake.com shop. Now, there are several elements at play here, some more obvious than others. The most obvious piece of the puzzle is that this is an incredibly sick wizard shirt designed by the artist Steven Yoyada. I like wizards, I like wizard shirts, and I want there to be more wizard shirts in the world. So on one level, it's as simple as that. But it's also 2022, and I live in the Commonwealth of Kentucky, where a Republican supermajority in the legislature just passed the most restrictive anti-abortion bill in the country, shutting down every clinic in the state overnight. And I gotta say, I think that sucks. I believe that life is magic, but magic without intention and choice is a dark path indeed. While I know many women who have spoken out about their own abortions, it's far less common for men to speak out about, or even admit to, how access to family planning affects them. So I'd like to go on record here and state that I once impregnated a partner who then got an abortion, and if we'd been denied that choice by the state, my life would look very, very different than it is right now. So, each shirt is selling for $20.22, and 22% of all proceeds are being donated to Kentucky Health Justice Network to support everyone affected by this law and those fighting back against it. That's fairly straightforward, right? Buy a sick wizard shirt from a wizard on his birthday and support a good cause. Easy peasy. But you know there's more to the story because I'm a wizard, and this is no ordinary podcast, so of course, this is no ordinary t-shirt. This t-shirt is a talisman. And in this episode, I'm going to tell the story of this talisman, how it came into my life, made me a wizard, and is now spreading out into the world to make your reality more magical. But before we get to that, just to repeat the basic elements one more time at the top, It's my birthday! I made a sick wizard shirt. It's available in green and black, and you can buy it at personasawake.com slash shop for the magical price of $20.22, with 22% of proceeds going to the Kentucky Health Justice Network. And now, it's time to tell a tale. And that tale starts with today's magic word, talisman. So say it with me now. One, two, three... Talisman. Our story begins in 2002 at the MTV Video Music Awards, where Michael Jackson received the Artist of the Millennium Award. Let's hear a short excerpt from his acceptance speech. First, I'd like to thank um, 
God who makes all things possible. My mother, Joseph Jackson, Catherine Jackson, Barry Gordy, Diana Ross, Gladys Knight, Quincy Jones, I love you. David Blaine, your magic is real and I believe in you. There you have it, folks. After all this time, the origin of my signature phrase is finally revealed. I stole it from the Michael Jackson Lifetime Achievement Award speech, shouting out David Blaine. The truth comes out at last. Except, not quite. Skip forward to 2007, and the Portland-based artist Yacht releases a new album entitled I Believe in You, Your Magic is Real. I was living in Olympia, Washington at the time, and had seen Yacht perform in a basement of an Elks Lodge the year prior, and was blown away. When the new album came out, I picked it up and became obsessed. The songs are great, the lyrics positive and playful, and overall, it's just a fantastic record. And that title, I Believe in You, Your Magic is Real, stuck in my head. So the years go by, Obama replaces George W. Bush in the Oval Office, there's a recession, I move to Austin, Texas, and in the year 2010, I'm approaching my 24th birthday. A couple years before that, I'd started a tradition of doing something I'd never done before for my birthday each year. On my 22nd birthday, I shot a gun for the first time. On my 23rd, I went skydiving, and for my 24th, I decided to get a tattoo. But what was I going to get? For someone prone to overthinking, this was daunting. I didn't want any random tattoo. I wanted something that really represented me and what I was all about. But who was I? And what was I all about? I thought about writer friends with ink pot tattoos, intricate quills, and Sylvia Plath quotations. I thought about film nerd friends with VHS tapes and ALF portraits. And I struggled to think of what symbol encapsulated my being. As I lived my life, I looked around at other people's tattoos, the aesthetic flowers and nautical stars, and was amazed that anyone could just look at a wall of flash and say, yeah, let's do that one on the left. To be clear here, no shade against anyone who does that. I am now the proud owner of many extremely silly tattoos. But for my first one, I was determined to make a big deal about it. Or if I couldn't think of something good, I'd just get something random, like a toaster. Thankfully, after months of soul-searching, Epiphany struck like a bolt of lightning. A wizard. And no sooner had the idea of getting a wizard tattoo firmly cemented itself inside my noggin than an accompanying insight appeared. And beside the wizard, it will say, I believe in you. Your magic is real. Now, to be clear, I never thought of this as a yacht tattoo, although I still like that album very much. Instead, I enjoy being a magpie of pop culture and mixing and matching different pieces and references, much like Quentin Tarantino's homage-filled masterpiece Kill Bill, which led me to spend my high school years tracking down the various 70s crime thrillers and blood-soaked samurai films he directly and indirectly referenced. Anyways, now that I had an idea, I needed to find an artist. I made an appointment with Claudia Billy Baca, whose work is great and you can find on Instagram at Billy Baca. That's B-I-L-L-Y-B-A-C-A. I showed up for our initial consultation with a slew of references printed out. The poster art of Ralph Bakshi's Wizards, various art from Jeff Smith's Bone comic, occult woodprints, and the like. Billy took my printouts, told me to come back in a week to review the design, 
and get the tattoo. This being my first tattoo, I had no idea of proper protocol, but the idea of showing up to quickly review a drawing I'd never seen before and then commit it to my skin for life terrified me. What if she did a weird thing I hated? Wouldn't it be awkward to tell an artist to start over from scratch? Thankfully, when I arrived, the wizard she'd drawn was nearly perfect, perched atop a chocobo-like beast looking magic as hell with twin banners reading, I believe in you. Your magic is real. The only issue was the wizard looked a little baggy and blob-like sitting on the saddle. I told Billy I thought he needed feet, to which she replied, barefoot, right? Oh, hell yeah. And with that minor note, we were good to go. And on my 24th birthday, I received a wizard tattoo with no awareness of the significance it would one day take on. Three years later, my time in Austin was coming to a close. I was ready to move on and had my sights set on New York City. But having lived in Austin for five years and being intimidated by the cost and chaos of New York City, I was trying to do everything I could to ensure that the move was a success and I didn't have to eat cat food in a 10-square-foot apartment for a year before moving back in failure and disgrace. And since my 27th birthday was coming up, I decided to work a little magic. Being the sassy little birthday brat that I am, I told my friends I had a mandatory birthday gift requirement for everyone coming to my party. They had to draw my tattoo. I wasn't looking for accuracy or artistic talent. Hell, they could draw a stick figure if they wanted. I just wanted their unique version of my tattoo. For my birthday that year, we were all driving down to the Wiener Dog Races in Buda, Texas, and my guests arrived bearing gifts. An array of wizard images, some intricately detailed, some sloppily scrawled, others digitally rendered, one painted by hand. There were accurate ones copying the original tattoo, and countless variations with necromancers, Snake Pliskin-esque future wizards, and more than a few with a wizard riding a wiener dog. In all, I got nearly 25 wizard drawings from my talented and thoughtful friends, and so a few weeks later, as I was moving out of my house and had completely emptied my bedroom, I sat in a circle surrounded by these artistic icons and performed a ritual, drawing on the friendship and love in every drawing to help me power my move to New York City so that I might arrive safely and get settled in with a minimum of stress and cat food eating. And what do you know? Things worked out. When I posted on Facebook announcing the move, friends reached out saying they were looking for a new place and needed another roommate. Another Austin friend lined me up with the job for Squarespace. I won't say there was zero stress, but within a few months, I was ensconced in my new New York life, and I'll say I believe the magic played an important role. And that was that. The years went by, my life progressed, I became a professional wizard. And the funny thing is, it wasn't until many years later that I remembered the original ritual with the wizard drawings and made the connection. I'd surrounded myself with wizard drawings, infused with the powerful magic of friendship, and then I moved to New York and became an actual wizard. Who would have thunk it? And there, my friends, is where one story ends and a new one begins. In fact, it's where many, many new stories begin. Because this is the part where you come in. For my 36th birthday, I knew it was time to extend this magic beyond myself, moving it into the wider world where it can create surprises and synchronicities out of my sight. And that's why I've made this image into a t-shirt, which is actually a talisman. Unless you're leading a very unique existence, we all wear clothes. 
Some of us put more intention into fashion than others, but we all have favorite shirts or lucky socks or nice pants we reserve for special occasions. These articles of clothing we put on, walk around in, and remove over and over again are our constant companions and help us create the image that is us. Whether you're dripping in luxury designer gear or merely dripping barbecue sauce onto an already thoroughly stained Swenson Family Reunion 82 shirt you found at Goodwill, your outfit contains energy. It makes a statement. Sometimes it's subtle, a cool pattern or an interesting color. And other times it's not so subtle, like a novelty shirt from Spencer's Gifts that reads, your village called, they're missing an idiot. <laughs> but if you're listening to this podcast, I know something about you. I know you like magic and wizards, at least a little. You have a curiosity about why the world wags and what wags it. Whatever your personal practice might be, whether it's studious grimoire magic or a more freewheeling half-ass system like yours truly, you are interested in magic and therefore magic is interested in you. And that's why this t-shirt is a talisman. When you own a wizard shirt, you have a choice. Depending on the laundry situation, every morning you get to choose whether today is the day you wear your wizard shirt. And then you go out into the swirling chaos that is the world. And what you'll find when you wear an incredibly sick wizard shirt, like the one I've just had made, is that people will ask you about it. Other people who are interested in magic, down with wizards, play D&D, or are just looking for someone to spark a joint with them behind the dumpster, will be drawn to you. They will ask you about your wizard shirt. They will make conversation. They will create connection. And it is through this connection that our magic will flow. Because you will make magical friends. You will find the hidden wizards in your world. You will get invited to D&D games. And you will get offered weed. A lot. In this new reality, the one where you're sporting a spiffy wizard shirt will not only be different, it'll be slightly better. This shirt will hold special significance in your wardrobe because you know it's more than just a t-shirt. It's a talisman. You wear it when you work magic or want to feel better or are going out to a magical event and want to spark greater connection. While the shirt is emblazoned with the words, this podcast is a ritual, they're written in a sprawling stoner metal-y font that makes it a little hard to read. And that's on purpose. Because I want people to ask you what your shirt says. I want you to tell them it's the name of a podcast you like, hosted by a wizard. And how you did the spell at the end of one of the episodes, and that opened a portal of magic and synchronicity that led to you wearing this shirt today, which is also a talisman, and having this conversation that the wizard predicted you'd have, and are having, right now. And with those metamagical words, you can invite this stranger to step with you into a new dimension, slightly better than the one you've left behind. And when you've exchanged contact info so you can follow up about that D&D game, and the joint you were smoking behind the dumpster is little more than a barely smoldering roach, you can part ways. And as you wave farewell to this once stranger, now friend, you can say the magic words Michael Jackson sort of spoke in 2002. I believe in you. Your magic is real. 
please buy my shirt. You don't ever have to worry 